welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of the Positively You podcast. Today, I am so excited for our guest, Anna Lozano. Did I say your last name correctly? You did. You nailed it. Perfect. You guys, Anna is amazing. She created Love Powered Co., which is basically the affirmation company. And you know me, if you've listened to any episode whatsoever, that I love affirmations and the power of the thoughts and the words that you're saying to yourself. Anna, I'm so curious how you got the affirmation company started and what your drive was to even do that. Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I am totally an affirmation junkie. Obviously now I have since then sold the company that I co-founded in 2017, but I mean, affirmations obviously remain such a big part of my life and, and how I'm raising my children. So I had actually entered the personal development space in, in 2010 And really, that was my intro into affirmations, into uh, mindfulness, into consciously choosing, you know, how we think, how we feel, the words that we use. And it was life changing. I started to consciously curate my life and results started to show up, you know, when we really shifted old programming and old belief systems that really weren't, weren't serving me, especially when it came to wealth and finances. Um, we can talk about that later, you know, because our, <laughs> our upbringing really plays a huge role in that. And um, so I had been on this journey for six years and then I became a mom and uh, my co-founder at the time, her and I were having a play date and we looked at our beautiful children and we said, like, what if we raised our kids on affirmations, on mindfulness, on gratitude, on all of these tools that we as adults are using to really undo a lot of the stuff that we know is standing in the way of us living our best life. And we looked at each other, we're like, oh my goodness, we had this passion, both of us for affirmation specifically. And uh, we're like, let's get to work. Let's see what exists on the marketplace. And what we at the time were specifically looking for was really bringing affirmations out of this woo spiritual realm into the mainstream. And so we knew at that time, blogging was really huge. If we could approach actually blogging slash the beginning of influencers Mm -hmm. was was on the rise. And we thought, you know, strategically, if we could create affirmations that are as beautiful as they are meaningful, well, we have something there. And so that's what we did. And then from ideation to launch, it was nine months, like a full-term pregnancy. And we officially launched the company to the world in um, September of 2017. And we had a beautiful five-year journey with that business, really scaling that business that was officially handed over to the new um, owner right now in December. That is absolutely amazing. And I love how 
how organically that started with just a conversation with your friends. And I'm curious the ages of your kids, because I know that 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 conversation was triggered, right? By looking at them and thinking, what if we did that differently? And I have three kids of my own and I've thought the same thing, but I, I know moms are listening. So you've got kids. How old are they? How old were they when, when you started this too? Yes. So my first was 10 months old and my second was a twinkle in the, in the sky. (laughs) And now the girls are almost five and seven. And so they have been raised on this. And and it was so funny because yesterday, like sometimes they're rebellious against it because we talk about it so much, Mm -hmm. you know, and like when something's your thing and you're like, mom, I already know that I'm like, Hey, 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 let's put the sass away because we know that this is a big tool that you're going to leverage in your life. And so I was driving them to school yesterday and I was like, girls, who wants to know the secrets of the universe? And my littlest one, she's four and a half right now. She'll be five soon. She's like, I want to know. I want to know. I was like, okay, number one is we have to feel good now because our frequency matters. Number two, we have, and I'm like, what's number two? They're like affirmations. I'm like, yes, we have to think positive thoughts. And those two things right there, will support you in manifesting your most magical life. So like, those are the conversations that I'm having with them. And, and it's interesting because the little one was, was there from the, sorry, the oldest was there from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I know this stuff already. You know how kids are. Oh yeah. Well, I love it. And I love so much too, that you mentioned the sass and like the eye roll, because it's the same thing with my kids, like driving to school, I'm like, Hey, let's see some affirmation. Like let's start our day off really good. And it's like, Oh, okay. Whatever. <laughs> but I have to say to anyone who's getting any pushback from that or your kids, like they just don't want to hear it or they're kind of being in like a little negative mood. You know, you've got some kids who just like run a little bit more negative or more doom and gloom, but keep pushing it and keep talking about it because it's amazing what sticks that you don't think sticks. The other day, so my oldest is 12, I've got 12, 10 and seven. My oldest is 12. And he was just talking about school and some stuff. He's like, I've got a math test coming up tomorrow. And I was like, great. How's it going? Do you feel ready for it? And he said, yeah, I've studied and I've been saying affirmations every morning all week. And I was like, you have? Because he's been my one that really pushes back and is like eye rolls and like, whatever, mom, I don't believe all your magic and all of this (laughs) stuff, you know? And he, he did. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's sticking. So it really even if you're getting like the eye roll or the pushback or whatever, like the messages that you're giving to your kids, that the thoughts that they say and the words that they say to themselves matter, yeah, they will pull that. And I was amazed that that was the tool that he did. He was like, I did the work and I've studied, but I've been doing my affirmations oh, every morning. Yes. Like I'm yes. like giving a big hug, like <laughs> high fives, like, yes. And this is the thing we got to remember their subconscious mind is on. So that's being programmed behind the scenes with all of the magic that we're bringing into their awareness. So that's doing the work for us. And same story here. Like when I, you know, sometimes they'll be playing by themselves and they'll literally start doing affirmations to each other. Like you are amazing. You got this, like you can do hard things. And it's like, when we pick up on those moments, we're patting ourselves on the back being like, okay, all of the resistance is worth it because it actually is working behind the scenes. And so I love that. I'm celebrating you so hard right now. Oh, it was such a good mom moment. Yeah. And I think I think it's interesting too that you said, you know, that motherhood has kind of shifted your mindset here and and the way that we approach things and and that our child has has affected so many things you mentioned with like our our money mindset and anything. I'm I'm finding myself as my oldest is getting ready to go into junior high and having like you know, just worries and anxieties and being like, oh my gosh, throwing myself back into that and being like, okay, if that was me, 
how could I have done that differently? You know, like what tools did I have? And that's been really kind of a fun thing to dig into of not putting myself back there, but being like, okay, if I had different tools, then how would Mm -hmm. that have helped me? And I think that that's really cool about just how there's so many more of us. And I love that there's people like you that are coaching us through this about how to tap into these different energies and these different tools that we have in motherhood, but also in shifting like our own experiences Mm. now. Right. It's so beautiful because it's just like um, a full circle, you know, positive, um, however we want to call it. Like I just see this energy spinning because as we're working on these tools and through using these tools, leveraging these tools through with our kids, we're coaching ourselves. Right. Because there might be things that deep down we're still working through. And as we're teaching it, we're also receiving it. And and that's the thing with with affirmations that I saw as well is as we were trying to break through into mainstream and, and bringing this into that world, I, we felt that if someone has never practiced affirmations consciously or really dove into mindfulness coach consciously, we know mums will buy anything and everything to support their kids. We already know that. That's a fact. And we also knew that once they started practicing these these physical affirmations with their children, it would support them right back. And so it became this beautiful exchange. And and we've had testimonials, hundreds and hundreds of testimonials from moms saying exactly that. I didn't realize how it would support me by working through these with them. And so this is why I'm such a huge fan of tools because we're literally, I mean, we're, we're here having this human experience with a lot of baggage. And some of us, you know, might've have just been a little bit of baggage that we brought into adulthood and other of us are are working through traumas and, and it's just a work in progress. And so for me, it's like, I actually didn't have any tools growing up. You know, there's certain things we just didn't talk about being raised by immigrant parents who were constantly working to try to provide a better future for, for my brother and I. And it's like, wow, like I had to figure it out all on my own. And I'm so grateful where I landed And if I had these tools, what would I be like today? Like, we'll Mm. never know, but this is where this, this commitment to this work, whether our kids are resisting it or not is so important because we have to remember, like I said before, their subconscious minds are open. They're constantly picking it up. And also, I mean, they really pick up on, on what it is that we do versus what we say right? We know that our kids don't necessarily listen to what they say, but they're paying very close attention to what we do. So if we can in front of them, practice our tools, well, that's also inspiration for them. So it's like, mom, you're not just nagging me about these affirmations, but you yourself are doing affirmations. You yourself are meditating and journaling and, you know, asking for space when you need it to reconnect back to self. So it's like the doing and the teaching work together so beautifully. Yes. Yes. I love that. And just giving yourself that, that space to learn and grow along with them, mm-hmm. you know, cause we come to adulthood with, you know, sometimes a little baggage, sometimes a lot of baggage. And I think that that's a really cool process is to be able to be humble is the word that's kind of coming to me humble yeah. enough to be like, yeah, I'm learning too, yes. you know, cause so often it's like, well, I'm the adult, I'm the grown up, And I feel like we're kind of getting away from that. And I tell my kids all the time, like, listen, you're my first one. Like I, I'm not, I don't know what I'm doing either, but we're going to learn together. And I think that that's what's so cool. And, you know, you brought up 
multiple tools because I know affirmations is kind of your your thing and how you got started and into this. But now I know you've got a whole toolbox full of things. You don't yeah. just have affirmations. And so I would love to know what are some of your your favorites that you use for yourself um, to kind of tap in and help you just live the best that you can mm. to feel good. Like what are some of your your top two, top three tools? Yeah. And with me and tools is I always like to look for tools that I can use and also tools that I can introduce to my children. And, you know, there's these words that as we bring these tools home that we're also introducing to them, right? Like words like frequency, manifestation, words like mindfulness and gratitude and awareness and consciousness and all of these, these, you know, they may not understand but it's interesting how they gravitate towards them. So frequency for me has been a big thing now because I do believe, especially, you know, the missing link from the law of attraction was, yes, you can think those thoughts, but really it's our frequency, it's our emotions that is magnetizing to us our wildest dreams and desires. And then, of course, there's that action piece that, that is also very important. And so frequency is something that I've been focusing a lot with them now. And it's like, how can we choose those higher frequency emotions? What do we need to do to feel better now? So that's the, the conversation we're having at home right now. And so I brought home a frequency device that literally works on, on raising our frequency at the cell level. So that's one tool. The other tool that I love is called BrainTap. So BrainTap is a guided meditation headset and again, they're open to it. They're resistant to it. They're open to it, you know? So it's like, it's this dance. And, um, but for me, it was like, wow, if I can get them to sit down, if I can inspire them to sit down for three to five minutes. So what we did is like, girls, you are going to do this meditation based on your age. So I think we started with Sophie was three. So I'm like, you're going to do this for three minutes. Are you open to it? Yes, I'm open to it. And then they ended up doing 10 to 12 minutes. Mm. right and then Maya you're gonna do five minutes because you're five and so we started that a while back likely three years ago yeah and uh, so they started doing this meditation headset and now it's become a practice do we do it every day no but it's a tool that I get to leverage based on you know the energetics in the home and the support that that they need um, so I would say those are two big tools and then nature, nature therapy for me is absolutely everything. So just being outside and when we're outside talking about grounding and planting our feet on the ground or touching the tree and receiving the energy from, from nature, um, is a big one. And we do live in a beautiful community surrounded by nature. So we have that right outside our doorstep. I would say those are my, my top three right now. So I want to talk to you about frequency. I want to stick there for a minute because I think when you're saying, you know, law of attraction, you think it, and then there it is, but that frequency is really a big thing. And I think that that might be a new word for some people or a new feeling. And I did see a really cool, um, visual that was like a ladder of frequency levels that I'll yeah. share on Instagram or something later so you guys can see. <laughs> but I think it's really interesting to a be aware just of like the frequency that you have, you know, we've always walked into a room where you're like, something is off. Like the vibe here is weird. The energy is weird or just you're having a bad day and like, you can't pinpoint it on anything. You're like, nothing specific yeah. has gone wrong, but like everything is wrong. Everything is off. I'm just down. And so awareness, I'm going to ask you this is awareness key, or do you just try to have something every single day that you're doing? 
Um, I think it's good, you know, to have routines and practices that keep you there, like a meditation or a morning yoga or whatever your thing is that helps you to feel good and to get into a good frequency and a good high vibration. But is there also like something that you do when you're like, okay, I'm low, how do I pull back up? Right. And that being aware that that's even happening is something that a lot of us are even missing. Yes. And being aware that it's happening is step number one. And you know, this conversation, it's so important because I just pulled up the chart here and this is the chart that you can that you can share with your audience and it's called the emotional vibration uh, frequency chart. So mm. every single one of our emotions has a frequency attached to it. So for example, uh, shame sits at a 20, like there's a measurement, it's a graph. So it's a very right. low vibrational uh, frequency. Shame, guilt, grief, fear sit really low on the chart. And then you have really up high on the chart is peace, joy, love, reason, acceptance, willingness, courage, right? And so there's two parts here. Number one is really awareness, like you said, of of how am I feeling today, right? Sitting down and just sitting with yourself and being radically honest, like how am I feeling today? And it's not about bypassing these feelings. It's about tuning in. And so if right now I'm feeling sad, what do I need to move through that feeling? So to experience it, but not to sit in it, to then choose the next best feeling. Because you're not going to go from shame or guilt or you know whatever that is to enlightenment. I mean, it's not going to happen. It's a scale for a reason, right? So acknowledging it, feeling the feelings, being radically honest with self, and then choosing the next best feeling. And so what happens here is oftentimes we just sit in the shit, right? We sit in the shame, we sit in the guilt, and we don't have the tools or the awareness to get out of it. But oftentimes, if nothing you know tragic has happened, we're sitting in neutrality. We're just sitting there, right? Like we're just being us. We got our thoughts, our, our thought train going, and maybe we're thinking about our to-do list, and maybe the weather is blah, and we're not really activated. So this is where we get to choose. Okay, well, today's a gloomy day, and I'm not really excited about anything on my schedule, and I got a pile of laundry to do. What is, like, how do I want to feel, right? Like, what's my next chosen feeling because as humans, we get to choose. And that is the most magical thing. So awareness and choice. Okay, cool. Well, I actually want this day to turn around. So I'm going to go to my toolkit and choose to go out on a hike because I know every single time I'm out in nature, it elevates my emotions, therefore elevating my frequency. So I'm choosing to shift my feelings, emotions, frequency. Now, the reason why this is so important, and it is the most important, is this. Whether we choose to or not, our frequency is being projected out into the universe. And if we want to talk about, this is more of a spiritual concept, but the quantum realm, Mm -hmm. all of our dreams, desires, experiences, things, people, all the possibilities, they're out there. And so what we need to do is become an energetic match for the very things that we desire. Now, if you're feeling blah, well, guess what? You're going to attract more blah things into your life. And this happened to me yesterday. And so it's like, it's this is life. We're having a human experience. There's no judgment. It's only awareness. So yesterday, 
my day started off quite bad with a text message that I received that I wasn't really, you know, vibing with. And I'm also in a, I have a cold. So that was another layer. And as I was driving to pick up the girls from school, I got pulled over and I got a $400 ticket. No. Hello, shitstorm, right? <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I magnetize this and I'm having a pretty bad day. And you know what? Today, this is what it is. I didn't label it. I didn't put any guilt or shame. Like, sure, I hid the ticket from my husband. I'm going to deal with it. But it's like, <laughs> you know, I can now joke about it the next day. So I'm no longer sitting on it, sitting in it. I am choosing to have a better day today. And so does that make sense? Like we need yes. to remember that every single one of us is energy and the energy that we're projecting out. So energy, frequency, vibration, the energy that we're projecting out into the universe is going to boomerang back to us no matter what. Like we don't mm -hmm. get to choose. We don't get to say, oh, today my energy is going to go out and boomerang back to me. No, no. It's just happening. This is a law of the universe. And so this is where that choice really matters. The frequency that we're vibrating at really matters. And that frequency, the indicator of where we're at is our emotions, is how am I feeling right now in this moment? And we have a choice to change it. Mm, I love it. This is what we say when people say, do the work, right? I'm doing the work. You've got to do the work. Because I think we hear that phrase a lot lot and be like, well, what's the work, right? Like, what is that? Like, or I'm working on myself. I'm doing the work. I'm deep in the work. This is what it is. And this is why we have tools and work is hard because so often we can just get living life on default. Autopilot. We're just mm -hmm. going default. autopilot. We're just going through, we wake up all of a sudden a week's gone by, two weeks have gone by and we haven't made any active choices, right? We haven't had any awareness and that's why, you know, you can have all of the woo words in the world. You can have frequency and energetics and, and affirmations and all of these things. But if you're not aware and actively making those choices, none of that means anything because it'll just keep like happening to you mm -hmm. and you have no like energetic exchange in it. So there is a part of doing the work and that might seem hard when you're already somebody who's like, I don't have time to do one more work thing, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I've got so many things on my plate and, and I'm taking care of so many other people and I'm working and I'm, I've got my house and my kids and motherhood and blah, 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 blah. And so it can feel like a lot to be like, now you're telling me that I have to stop and be aware and make active choices. And yeah, that's exactly what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, exactly. This is what has to happen. And, yes. And, and I want to layer this into like motherhood and business. It's like, I was someone early on in my entrepreneurial career. So I'm 13 years in now that just focused on strategy. So it was like, if I can do the work and I am super consistent, I am super self-motivated. And then I, I tied in the, the mindset work. But until I really made energetics and frequency 50%, if not more, of the equation, my quantum leaps weren't happening. So I can tell you like where I am today, since I've layered in energetics and frequency being actually like the main part of the strategy is night and day. And so it really matters. <laughs> Your energetic frequency really matters. And a, an example with motherhood is like, yeah, sometimes our kids will come in 
and they got their big emotions and maybe their the siblings are fighting, maybe they're yelling at each other and, and our triggers come up. And for me, the biggest game changer has been just being really honest with themselves and, and saying, girls, like mommy needs a timeout right now because I'm extremely frustrated at the energy that's in the house right now. And rather than yelling, which is the, you know, the, the, the quote unquote natural, if we want to call it reaction. Mm-hmm. And, and Dr. Shafali just blew my mind. I, I picked up her new book and it said, oftentimes um, the situations in front of us and how we deal with them has nothing to do with what is happening in the present moment, but it brings us back to whatever trauma we experienced And we're actually bringing ourselves back to that and reacting from there versus what is happening in the present moment. And so uh, to turn this into a real life example, so I can take myself back to when I was six years old and, you know, there was a lot of chaos. There was a lot of stress. There was a lot of um, yelling in my household at that specific age and time that that little Anna, you know, she was scared. She had no control over the situation. Um, and so when there is noise in my house, specifically with my two little girls, if they're, if they're, they're arguing or there's frustration amongst them, elevated emotion right away triggers me back to when Anna was six years old. Yeah. And so for me, it's been this, like, it's been hard, but this consciousness of now understanding that this is why my default is to yell in those situations, because it brings me back to when I was six. And so I've been consciously working through that and taking deep breaths, asking for a timeout, expressing to them that that for me is very stressful And when they are doing that, right? Like whatever that situation is, fighting ETC. And so it's all, it's a, we're all a work in progress, but having the awareness to say, I am really triggered right now and understanding that it's actually not what's happening between them. It's actually what was programmed when I was six Mm. has been such a game changer in, in my own motherhood journey, because, you know, it's, it's taking it that next layer. Like I brought in the tools, but then, Hey, being so aware that there's still work that I need to do. And that one sentence, I don't know if I'm going to finish the rest of her book because that one (laughs) statement was such a game changer because I was like, why is this such a trigger for me? But it was like that elevated noise in the house brought me back to that chaos of when I was six. Mm. And that's like, that's the work I've been doing. And I was like, I'm really proud of myself. Like it's been going really well in, in dealing with those own trigger, my own triggers where they're now not so much a reaction from my part, but it's just a response, like a, a more loving, nurturing response to whatever the situation is, is that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I actually was having a conversation with somebody the other day about triggers Mm -hmm. and so often the conversation is like, Oh, that triggers me. And then suddenly that's, that's on them to fix it. That's on someone else. Like, right. Someone Mm. did that to me. And I told, I told my friend, we were on a little walk and talk And I said, you know, it's been really interesting lately to like dive into my like rabbit holes of triggers and follow those. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it is, it is painful and it can be a lot of work to go down there, but then you're able to not yell at your kids anymore and say, okay, whoa, where did that come from? I'm hella triggered right now. And I need a break. 
And also going back to what you said too, our actions speak way louder than our words. So that modeling behavior too, and I've seen this happen in my kids where they can say like, I'm really frustrated right now. Mm-hmm. I need to take a step back Love rather that. than freaking out. Does that happen every time? No, it's like once in a blue moon. But like you having that grace for yourself and that practice for yourself of being able to step back, identify your triggers, dig into them a little bit and be like, where is that coming from? Mm. It teaches your kids too that that is okay for them to do instead of just like knee jerk reaction to their big, big emotions that they have. And they're going to have them. And I think we can learn a thing or two from them, right? Like they don't just spiritually bypass their emotions. They get in them and they, they get him. <laughs> so like they're learning from us. We can take a little cue from them. My friend was telling me something, you know, her daughter was having this huge tantrum and she was like, you know, I just kind of want to have a tantrum really quick. Like, I just want to like energetically like hit something and get it all thrown out. Yes. And I was like, yeah, no, that would actually feel really good maybe. <laughs> so like when we're talking about this energy and these frequencies and things like we're teaching them, but like we can also learn a thing or two from them about how they're moving through it because I don't think they feel, you know, an emotion and immediately go to shame for it. Exactly. No, right? they don't. It's just being, they're so in the present moment, like especially yeah. the younger, younger years, they're so in the present moment. And, and that's a beautiful point too, because the redirect of, you know, I understand that energy needs to be expressed. So it can be expressed through big emotions or hitting a pillow. And, you know, we've had all the conversations around you don't touch each other's bodies. You do not, do not hit each other, but you can go and hit that pillow and get that energy out because it's just stuck in motion and it is very healthy to get it out. And, you know, a note back just to circle the other thought is like, yes, go down the rabbit hole of our triggers. Cause I know now I don't have many triggers. I really don't like I've done so much work to acknowledge them, but this one was a big one. And it was, you know, it is like 33 years down the rabbit hole to really understand, okay, there was so much programming that happened in those early years of my upbringing. And there's still the residue that's, that's crept into, especially motherhood. Right. And so uh, like going down it is so healthy and will allow us to really shift and transform. And so this is the work and it's like, you know, we can say we've done, we have all the tools, but it's like, this is a lifelong journey and things will come up. And anytime we notice that something is coming up that doesn't feel good or like, wow, I'm really triggered by this. Why? Like, what is that? Why underneath it? Because it's telling us something. And we have so much wisdom from that trigger that can support us in really stepping into our next levels of, of awareness and consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, after you have that question, that awareness and digging into it, then you have what you were saying, the different ways that we can elevate our frequency. And again, not jumping from the bottom all the way to the top, cause that's not how it goes, but the little baby steps and the little things that you can do, um, to raise your vibration. And those things are going to be different for every person. Like you said, you really like getting out in nature and that's something really good for you. Meditating, tapping, all of these different tools. And it takes experimentation to figure out what is the thing that works for you. I'm curious if there's anything, I don't know, in the woo world or in the, in the tools that people swear by that you're like, nope, that doesn't do it for me. Oh, such a good question. You know, like, like meditation solely 
just, it just doesn't work for me. Why? Mm -hmm. I'm a busy brain. I'm a type A woman. I'm a generator. If you know human design, like four, six generators. So there's so much energy moving through my body that is self-generated that for me just to sit there in silence and meditate does not work. And I've tried and all the gurus and and I do not (laughs) like the word guru, but you know, all yeah. the teachers talk about meditating. And I was like, gosh, it doesn't work for me. But what works for me is guided meditation, movement meditation. Um, so finding like that thing, that's your jam, right? Because here we are sharing what works for us, but like really diving in, what do you love? And what do you love that can like stand the test of time that you can do it consistently, that it's just not something that you do for a week and then you drop it into your box because these things really are important for us in supporting our frequency and supporting. And also like a call to action from this podcast is play around, like really become so aware of your personal vibration. So when you're in that elevated frequency, you just had a great day, you got a yes, you got a new client, you have a mom win, whatever that is for you, bring awareness to it and and stay in that elevated frequency and start like collecting evidence, writing down of all the other things that you magnetize into your life because of this elevated frequency. And that's what I love to do. I love to collect evidence and be like, okay, well, when I felt this way, this is what happened. Cool. Give me more of that. And then showing that to, to my kids. So I use it in examples for them all the time. Like you're grumpy and it led to this. So mm. let's feel our grumpies and let's work through them together because we don't want to attract more grumpies, right? It's like it, yes. it's everything that I'm practicing, I'm also bringing into this journey with them, with me, beside me. Yes. Oh, I think that is a perfect call to action because, you know, you brought up the word guru and I don't like that. I think so often, I mean, you might have even clicked on this podcast of saying, yeah, help me with my energetics. Tell me exactly what to do. And if you can come to it with more of an experimental just thing, because yeah, I mean, I'm the same way with meditations. I can't just sit and hum, right? Like it doesn't work for me. (laughs) No. So I love, I love sound. Sound baths really can get me there. But I would never would have known that had I never been like, oh, what is that? I'm curious about it. Let's go there. For some people, it might be going out for a run and they can completely clear their head and they come back in the best vibration. For me, that would drop me so low. I'm so inspired by people that can go and run for an hour and then be like high on life. I'm like, oh, that doesn't work for me. That is not me. And so, yeah, if you take anything from this, it's that energetics play a huge role. You're putting it out and it is coming back to you, whether or not you agree with us or not, it's it's happening. It just is. And that the second you can become aware of that, you can make choices. And then really, like I said, it's work, it's hard work, but it's also fun. Play around with it, experiment, let that shame drop. And just every day, if you can come to the table with curiosity and just saying, how can I raise my energetics a little bit more? Like, how do I show up a little bit better? And then go to bed every night with grace that you did your best. I think you're set. You're set. I love it. End the day with gratitude because there's always, no matter where you are and what's happening in your life, there's always something we can be grateful for. And actually to, to tie that together, gratitude is the quickest way to shift our energetic frequency. Mm, absolutely. So yeah, if you're ever feeling down, buy things that you're grateful for really quick. Well, number one I'm grateful for is this conversation today with you, not to have a totally cheesy segue, 
But Anna, where can we find more of you and the things that you're up to and everything that you've got going on? Because I want to go click all the things and find everything out about you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I'm so excited to get to know more of the incredible humans in your world. So we can connect on, I'm on Instagram, underscore Anna Lozano, double N. And AnnaLozano.com is my website. Perfect. And those are located in the show notes down below. So you guys can click on those and get right there. But Anna, seriously, thank you so much. I love this conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. If you want to take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. And come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jessie and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.